morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness for Real, the podcast where we talk about all things wellness. I'm your host. My name is Marlena, and if you're new here, welcome. We have so many amazing episodes, so make sure you go back and check those out as well. We talk about everything on this show. I was inspired to start this podcast after uh, finally finding success in my own weight loss and wellness journey uh, by finally shedding all of the toxic diet culture bullshit and just embracing finding what works for me. So we share other people's stories, uh, tips, tricks, all the things, um, and we talk about it all. So buckle up, y'all, because it's about to get real. morning bitches and welcome back to wellness for real unless it's your first time listening then welcome um i'm your host marlena and today i am joined by Brittany, aka be balanced mama on instagram how you doing today girl i'm doing so good how are you <laughs> i'm good you and i are like you guys this is like our fourth attempt to freaking record it's Brittany gonna happen is, yeah it's, it's like like w- hell or high water you will be on the show <laughs> Uh, you actually reached out to us like last year saying you wanted to come on the show. You're an avid listener, which we love and appreciate. And we finally got you on. I slept through our recording yesterday. <laughs> this morning, we're having some technical difficulties. So I'm just going to put it out there that like it's going to go smooth this time and it's going to be perfect. Put it out in the universe. All the vibes. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> going to manifest it. All right, Brittany, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners who um, may not know who you are? Yeah, so I'm Brittany, Be Balanced Mama on Instagram. Um, I'm a mama of two boys, four and two. So it's just toddler meltdowns and chaos in my house 24 seven. Um, and boy, toddler meltdowns and chaos. Let's just, <laughs> um, I work full time in a marketing agency. Um, I just recently started this job after working six years in student affairs and higher education. Um, so it's been a big, big change recently, but all, all good things. I'm excited about the future. Um, in July of 2021, I became a certified nutrition coach with NASM and I'm working on becoming a certified personal trainer. So fingers crossed soon. Um, but I've recently been on this wellness journey since November of 2019. Awesome. So what kind of led you to starting this wellness journey? Um, well, I mean, I've been plus size my whole life, um, and dealt with weight forever. Um, and I've tried certain things here and there. And in like probably 2013, I remember my stepmom was like, Hey, there's this new app out. It's called my fitness pal. So cool. Like you can track all your food that you're eating right on your phone. Like everybody was just so hyped about this, like new, new thing that's out with your, with your smartphones. Right. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. And so did that for a while. I did like six months and lost 30 pounds was just like, like in it. But like, that was the time where I feel like you were like, it was restrict, restrict, restrict all through the week. And then on like the week and you got to have like a cheat day or a cheat meal. And that was like, just, you were so excited. You're craving all week. Cause you were just con- consistently restricting yourself. And I even remember like my husband and like my boyfriend, but now my husband, <laughs> um, we'd be like, okay, like he'd be like, what are you craving? Where are we going to go eat for our date? Like, like our date nights were kind of centered around what I was like craving for the, the weekend for my quote cheat meal. Yeah. I'm like, what? like, it's just so crazy to think like then. And, and yeah, I remember I'd lost 30 pounds was feeling really good, like doing my thing. And I was standing in the kitchen and I was like, I am craving some dang chicken wings and it's like the middle of the week and I was like I'm not gonna try I could not even look at that app I was like I think I will actually hurl (laughs) if I have to track one more bite of food or even think about just every you know just consistently consumed with like every bite I was like you know putting in my mouth like it was just it was just so restrictive and I just like threw in the towel and just gave up. And then of course gained it all back like super quick and probably more. (laughs) And I, at that time I was just like, well, I guess I'm just going to be fat. I mean, that's like literally my thoughts in my head, you know, and that's like, first of all, you shouldn't talk to yourself that way. And obviously now I know that, but that's just how I like, I just came to just understand. I was like, it is what it is, whatever. And I just threw in the towel. Like, 
wild, you know? And so um, then when, after we had our first son, um, it was late 2018, I was scrolling Instagram and I kept seeing Weight Watchers pop up, like either through friends of mine that I knew personally, or like, you know, Instagram influencers or however, just kept, and I was like, okay. And literally just like signed up, like didn't even think about it. Didn't even really know technically what like WW was or how the process worked or just signed up. And that next day started tracking my food. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. And I think because it was so different from where I, where, what I think of as quote, being on a diet was like, just, I mean, you track everything, right? It's just like, oh my gosh, it can get really overwhelming really fast, especially if you're not in a certain headspace. Um, loved it was really, it gave me a minute to really think about what I was like grabbing and putting in my body. And for me, it really, and I know everybody's different in this particular instance, but for me, it really made me look at my relationship with food for first time, probably ever. Um, I'm like a clean plate eater. Like that's just how I grew up. Like you ate all your food on your plate, right? Like you do not let anything go to waste. If you didn't finish it, you put it in left, you put it in a Tupperware and you put it in the refrigerator and you ate it the next meal or whatever, you know, like we just, if you were eating, yes. throw food away, you didn't, none of that. So, which now as you know, now that I've been going through this, I realize like, I understand where my family was coming from as far as cleaning your plate, <laughs> but it's also not the healthiest habit to instill, you know, consistently. Right. So um, so yeah, it really kind of gave, gave me a second to pause and think back on that sort of stuff. So, which was really interesting, but, but yeah, then three months into that, I naturally got pregnant with our second, which I have PCOS. So we were like super shocked and surprised and everything it was just like, it was crazy. I was, could not even, the feelings of that was just wild. Um, so yeah, I knew as soon as I got pregnant with him, I was like, no, we're not going to continue track, but I will be back to WW when I got, when I postpartum. So three months after we had our second, I logged back in and started tracking and really um, just in, started enjoying the process in a different way this time. Um, I, we went back, I went back after having him in January of 2020 and I started working out at um, the rec center at the university I worked at. And I was like, I started with just a goal of two workouts a week. I was like, if I can't do two workouts for 30 minutes a week, like <laughs> my priorities are wrong, you know, like something. I love that. That's such a sustainable goal, right? Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, like I'm busy. We're all busy, all that jazz, but, um, you know, like so, two workouts a week. Right. And then it just <laughs> quickly became like me time for myself. And it like, for me to like pour back into me and not so much about, I have to lose, I have to lose weight. So therefore I have to track my food and work out. Like those aren't necessarily something that have to be put together. And that really was like changing for me. Yeah. I feel like that's always kind of that like aha moment for a lot of people when they're on a wellness journey, when you like start to realize like specifically with working out that like, you don't have to work out to lose weight and you don't have to lose out to lose weight to work out. Right. Like working out, moving your body, like that should bring you joy. It should be about, like you said, like refilling your cup giving yourself energy, making yourself feel good and like capable. Right. Um, so I love that you discovered that, like, were you an active person like prior to this, like prior to 2018, kind of when you started learning about WW and all that? Um, not really. I mean, of course I played, I played sports growing up in high school and all that. Um, but once I came to college and, um, I, yeah, no. And my husband, I wouldn't say, you know, he's not very active. Like we were not that couple that you would think like, oh, you know, let's go on a long walk together or anything <laughs> like that. Um, so yeah, no, I, I wasn't. And, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been funny, like the change in both of us, honestly, but obviously me just going from, I wouldn't, yeah, I wasn't very active at all to, <laughs> 
So discovering this kind of balanced lifestyle, is that kind of like the inspiration for your like Instagram page? Like, did you start out as be balanced mama or did you have like a, I know a lot of people start with like a different handle and then like change it. Cause my handle actually was, um, what was my original one? I think it was Marlena does WW. And then quickly I was like, nah, <laughs> and then yeah. I changed it. Um, so I was just curious if, if that yeah, was the case for no. you. No. So actually funny enough, my page and my YouTube channel both started out as makeup. Like I was super into makeup and beauty and all the things of that nature. Um, and I don't even remember it was before we had our first and now like, I don't remember even what time frame that was, but I was, uh, the blushed mama for a really long time. And then actually, I think I've only been technically be balanced mama for, Oh, that's this is my, real life y'all yeah. <laughs> my son calling me ugh. <laughs> my son calling me on his ipad and it's linked to my macbook <laughs> that's okay it's mom life right yeah he's, real life stuff he's y'all. like are you gonna come get me <laughs> and you're like oh yeah. enjoyed my morning <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly um yeah so i was the blushed mama for a long time um and then I think as I started looking at my wellness journey and it kind of became more of a true like passion for me and looking at just, I really, especially I would say in 2021, early 2021, um, like the scale actually stopped moving for me at all in June of 2020. And so I just kind of like pushing and pushing. Uh, I am so sorry. No, that's okay. Do you want to pause? I don't know. Yeah. Let me. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I want to talk about like, cause last night you went out, right? Like you went out with your husband and you guys went out drinking and, uh, like you had a little, little slow start to the morning. Very um, slow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want to talk about that because I feel like that's such an important part of like your wellness is being able to have those things. Like, I know we talked about, how we used to have this mindset of like cheat days were only for the weekend. I feel like all of us have been in that space at one point in time or the other, something similar to that. Um, so being able to like move into a space where like you feel comfortable going out and like drinking, but it not like completely derailing you. Um, like, do you want to talk to that? Like speak about that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think what's helped me with that is just completely erasing the mindset of a mindset of being on track and off track. Like, I think when we're quote dieting, um, that's all we're thinking of is like, oh, I'm not, well, if I'm on track, I'm doing X, Y, and Z and I'm tracking all my food and I'm in a caloric deficit or whatever. And when I get off track and I go out and have a good night, well, then it take it would take me or most of us right until Monday to be like, okay, let me get back on quote on track. So I just I I get right of that mindset altogether, and I look at it a bit more of as I'm in my normal routine or kind of I'm not. But today I'm back in my normal routine. Like got my water right here. Like we're tracking our breakfast. Like there's no there's no reason that last night needs to trickle into another day if I don't want it to like, you know, Absolutely. and I think it's that power yeah. of choice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, instead of being like, Oh, I'll just wait till Monday or, uh, you know, Oh, well, I'll just throw in the towel in next month. Maybe. Yeah. And you, you're going to have life choices as far as like things to decide on, or, I mean, of course you want to go out and have fun, like enjoy life. Like that's like, you know, I, I, we have one date, date night a month with my husband and I, I'm going to go out and we're going to have fun and I'm going to, you know, probably, you know, eat two tortillas when I get home after the bar in the middle of the night, if I want to eat two tortillas, um, no, you know, shading to last night, but, um, yeah, you just, you have to find, I hate, you know, balance, LOL, but, um, and I feel like people, people hear balance and they think 50, 50. Right. So like, so often I hear people say like, oh, I don't like, like balance is bullshit or I don't like that balance. But when I think about balance, I'm like, okay, if I'm like, there's one area of my life that I 
need to focus more on, right? I can balance that out by maybe taking away from something else that's maybe not as important right now. And like, I don't think about that as 50, 50, but I know a lot of people hear balance and that's what they think of, you know, that everything just needs to be like split evenly. Um, so as someone who's kind of, you, you're building your, um, your business, like your, um, coaching business around this idea of balance, like, what does it mean to you? Yeah. I just think looking at your overall life in a more well-rounded way, not looking at it from I'm I'm, okay, I'm having to go on a diet. Like, no, you are deciding to make, to learn healthier, sustainable habits that are going to, you're going to have forever. Not I'm trying to lose X amount on the scale. No, you're trying to be like, fuel your body better, right? Like there's, I think when we, we think of dieting, it's all or nothing. And for me and balance and what I call the balanced approach is you're, you're finding your life and you're working in those healthy habits into them and the way that works best for you. Cause like we kind of talked about earlier, like we're all on a different journey and we're all have different obstacles to face. We all have different schedules. We all have different lives. We all have different things that we're going to have to overcome. So not one particular thing fits into like not one diet or one strategy or one even goal is going to fit for everybody. You have to make it work into your every single day life. And to me, that's where you find balance. Yeah, absolutely. Wellness is not a one size fits all. And, um, you know, that was always my goal with this podcast was just to share people's stories to, to let everybody who's listening know that like, wellness is going to look different for everybody. Like, obviously we all have the ultimate goal of just being our best, healthiest, well-rounded selves. Um, but like, we're all different people. We all learn differently. We're all very unique. So, um, it's just, I don't know. I feel like with wellness so often everybody, especially like in this Instagram world, like you watch other people and then you're like, Oh, okay. If I want to achieve my goal, I have to do what they're doing, you know? And it's like, no, that's not how it works. You know? So like uh, specifically with movement, right? Like everybody thinks, you know, to lose weight, you have to go to the gym and work out at the gym. And it's like, some people literally fucking hate going to the gym. Like some people, it makes them miserable. I eat my husband, I bring him with me. And he's like a sad child walking around the whole time. Like he hates it. You know, it doesn't bring him joy. It's not, you know, but he loves to play hockey and he loves to ice skate, you know? So like when he skates, he's just like huge grin on his face. Like he's so happy, you know, and he could do it for hours. And I'm like, you need to do what brings you joy. Like, don't try to do what other people are doing, you know? Yo, my gosh, you're preaching to the choir (laughs) (laughs) and especially related to working out and fitness and movement. People dread it, right? Like yes, when they're they're starting their journey. And again, we're those at that time you're thinking I have to work out to lose weight. Therefore, you know, but you don't, it's like a chore. So they feel like it's a chore. They feel like, Oh, I have to go to the gym or I have to go, I have to learn how to run. That's the only, I have to do all this cardio. That's the only way I can lose weight or, you know, whatever the case may be, but yeah, you have to find something that you genuinely love to do and then continue to do it. Like, and it can be, and honestly, even you start say for me, like, okay, I started just strictly strength training, lifting weights. I love lifting weights. I love like, just like progressive overload and adding and getting heavier and getting stronger. But then I was like, I kind of want to switch it up. I want to start working on my endurance. So I started running more on the treadmill or whatever. You're like, if you kind of get into this weird space, like switch it up. It doesn't mean just because you have found one thing that you enjoy, that needs to be the only thing you explore explore other things. You know, like I'm kind of dabbling into yoga because I have an ankle injury right now. And I'm like, I really enjoy this movement too. Like, so that's another fun part of, of movement and fitness is like, find other things too, you know, don't just feel like you're in a pigeonhole into one yes. area because like you finally <laughs> found something that you like, which is great and keep doing that. But then also go find some other stuff too. Cause there are so many different ways you can move your body. I mean, a, a long walk, like the power of walking alone 
Yeah. That's easy. You don't have to have equipment to, to move your body. So just, you know, something, do something hockey. Like that's so cool. Like (laughs) I want to go play hockey as a Texas girl. I'm like, I want to go play hockey. (laughs) I I'm a horrible skater. Like (laughs) I am so bad and he skates circles around me. I'm just like, it's a lot harder than it looks, but, um, yeah. yeah, like you have to find what you love. And I, and I like that you mentioned like finding other things too, because I feel like as humans, we can get so comfortable in what we are doing. Um, and I'm the same way. Like I love weightlifting. Um, and at first that was all I did. I was like, I found it. I loved it. And I was like, this is it. But then I was like, okay, I started dabbling in yoga and yoga was one of those things. I was like, I'm such a fast paced person. I was always like, this is stupid. Like, there's no way I can do this and like slow down and breathe. Like, really? That's what you want me to do. (laughs) Um, but then I started doing it, um, just through YouTube. Um, and it was like, holy shit. It, it helped my weightlifting so much. It really helped me learn how to breathe properly and how to slow down and listen to my body. And I was like, this shit is hard. Like it's challenging. And it's, it's, and it's like, it's completely different ball game, but I fell in love with that too. You know? And it's just like, I'm constantly finding new ways to move my body. Um, and it is, it's just like so important. So don't be afraid to get out. But for me, it all started with walking literally one lap around the block. I was like, and that was coming from a place like I had never really been an active person at all my whole life, you know, 30 years of life. Um, and I was like, okay, I want to become this person. How do I get there? Well, we can't just like dive head first. Right. Which is what, what a lot of people want to do. They want to dive right into the full on diet. We're going to the gym five days a week. They hate it. They're miserable. And then what happens and you give up, right? Right. You're burned out. Yeah. And you feel like you can't do it because not that you can't, but you're just, you've gone a little bit too far in, in getting yourself rolling. Yeah. There's no, there's nothing wrong with small attain, achievable, attainable goals. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Totally. Um, now I know you mentioned like, like food issues and like having that mindset. And again, guys, we've recorded a few times. So like, <laughs> I don't think that conversation's on this recording, but I can't (laughs) remember. (laughs) Um, it's okay. This is real life. Um, but I'm just curious, like through this journey, um, like, and we talk about this all the time on the show, like it's not about the food, right? Like if you have issues with food, there's like a deeper rooted issue. Um, so for you, like, how did you kind of start to work on that? And did you kind of get to the root of that issue? Um, for one of my biggest things that I I've come to realize was just overeating and feeling like I had to either like completely eat everything on my plate, um, no matter what the circumstances were, um, or if I didn't finish what's on my plate, I needed to save it and try to eat it like for leftovers later. Um, and I, I think I don't, you know, my family, they mean well. And now that I have toddlers, I'm all constantly like, finish your dinner, finish your dinner, finish your dinner. <laughs> because <laughs> as kids, I mean, you don't sit down necessarily for very long periods of time and eat a full plate of food. Like, right. But I have to be careful with my boys. I'm like, okay, are you full? Is your, like, I'm always like, is your tummy full? And they're like, yeah, whatever. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, you don't have to finish all of your food if your tummy's full. Um, but, you know, like I said, my family didn't mean any harm, I don't think. But definitely as an adult, it just continued where, you know, I would just, I would not listen to my hunger or my satiety cues whatsoever. I would just eat, eat to eat basically and finish whatever was on my plate. And so for me, every single time, especially when we go out to eat, when I leave food on my plate, like that is such a huge win for me. I like, I like, I don't eat, I just I beam it with pride at myself, which is crazy to say, but like those little wins, you have to like celebrate them. When I go out and I eat, like, I don't know. I think I just had to make sure that I, once I realized I need to pay attention to my cues that my body, that your body gives you naturally, instead of ignoring them and suppressing them, once you start paying attention to those different cues, that makes a world of difference like just mentally even, but obviously in your, in your weight loss journey as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we talk about that as well, like rewiring your brain, right? Like it's like undoing those healthy, unhealthy habits and like the way that we think that we're supposed to behave just because that's what was taught to us. Right. Um, so with your coaching, um, like if someone wanted to work with you, is that kind of where you, like, where do you start with a new client? Um, they will fill out a really in-depth questionnaire and I kind of get some previous history. Like have they, have they been dieting? How long have they been dieting or have they not? And they're ready to like recommit. Um, what have they done previously? really dive into like kind of where they're at right now, both like mentally and physically. Um, I've had a couple of ladies come to me who have been in a deficit for years upon years upon years and have plateaued. And I'm like, okay, we, we need to take a step back and maybe weight loss is what you want right now, but it might not actually be the healthiest for you. So let's try to work on your metabolism and fueling your body a little bit better and focus on some different goals that aren't scale related. I'm very, very big on goals that have nothing to do with the scale and just consistently letting my clients know that like that is one data point and a long list of data points that we need to be looking at throughout your whole, your whole, really your whole life. But obviously if you're in a weight loss mode during your weight loss journey. Yeah. Absolutely. So for you, what are some of your, I know you mentioned like leaving food on your plate and like finishing when you're full, but for you, what are some of your other like favorite non-scale victories? Ooh, I like that question. (laughs) Um, I think, yeah, the plate, um, that's a huge one for me. Um, lifting heavier, like working out any workout gym goal that I have when I reach those, those are huge for me. I love that. Like those have really fueled me consistently for a long time. Um, obviously just the way your clothes fit a little bit different or when you get a candid photo, the candid photo ones really get me, you know, when yes, it's like, when you're like, is like, that me? What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, that picture is going to be terrible. Cause you're like, again, it's like rewiring your brain. Because you're so used to being like, oh, I hate taking pictures or that just knowing that picture, you're not going to like go build your best. And then you see it and you're like, oh, okay. Like, that's not that bad. (laughs) Like, oh, she's cute. Like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. So those, those are solid. Um, And then this is scale, technically scale related, but at the same time, when I step on the scale and it's up and it doesn't wreck my day. Yes. Or it doesn't make me feel like crap. And I get on the scale. I look at it again as a data point and I'm like, okay, moving on. Yeah. Or I even, or I even think like, oh yeah, okay. It's up because I had fast food and I had a lot of sodium last night or no, oh, I didn't drink enough water or my muscles were sore. So they're retaining water. Like I look at it more from a scientific standpoint than like Bible. And yeah, yes, that's like scale, but that's actually really a big non-scale victory too at the same, you know, at the same time. Totally. Um, so you mentioned that you're going through big life changes. I know you just like changed your whole career path, which is like massive, right? It's huge. Um, I am also going through big life changes right now. And I feel like when people are on a wellness journey and they have a big change in their life, especially when it's an unexpected change that tends to be when people are like, fuck it. Right. As when you usually when people give up or they're like, all right, it's too hard. Like I'm not going to focus on this right now. And they kind of just throw everything out the window. Um, so like if I was your client and I was in that like headspace, like what, what would you tell me? Like what, what type of tips do you give people, um, who maybe might be going through something really difficult and find it really challenging to keep their wellness at the top of their priority list? Number, number one, I would have them talk through the reason why they're even in a wellness journey in the first place, like erase all the noise and all everything else. And let's refocus on your whys. Um, and let's talk through those, right? Like for me, I want to be an active mom for my boys for their whole entire life. So giving up now would mean I would not be that for them. Um, and then let's reevaluate your goals. Like 
yeah, you want to lose weight. That's great. That's awesome. But is actually going to serve you any purpose right in this moment? And if it's, if it's too much right now, then let's just take a couple of these goals and like, let's, let's just reshuffle. Right. So instead of the scale or I want to hit my macros or I want to, whatever it is, like, let's do, let's just focus on you're getting 30 minutes of movement every day. And that's like your me time or, you know, your, you have some other goal that has nothing to do with the skill. Like, I think it's okay to like pause on weight loss when it feels too much, but that doesn't mean that you just go like balls to the wall and you just (laughs) throw everything else out of the window. Like just because you're not going to see the scale moving down every week. Doesn't mean there are, there aren't other goals that you can still keep in mind to make you feel, continue to feel your best. Yeah, absolutely. Always makes me sad when I see people like just completely give up on their wellness journey because they're going through something, which like, I get it. Like we all go through shit, but like you still deserve to take care of yourself and you still deserve to achieve the goals that you have for yourself. Like despite whatever else is going on. Um, around you. Like recently I've noticed this new trend of people kind of falling off and then they're like, oh, well, if I gain weight back, like I can always lose the weight again. And it's like, but it's not about the weight y'all. It's about the habits. Yes. It's about the habits that you're creating. And if you're just like, fuck it, (laughs) forget these habits. Like, I'm just not even like, I'm just going to go back to my old habits. Like when we talk about that rewiring of your brain, like you're undoing all of that work. And you have to start all over again. Yes. Yeah. But I think it goes back to that, like on track, off track and like a hundred percent, like all or nothing mentality. Mm-hmm. And I think when you, that clicks for you in your head that it doesn't have to be all or nothing for you to live like a healthy, like just better life for yourself. Then that's when you realize like, okay, like I can reprioritize my goals in a different way. And it doesn't make me any less or more than when I, where I was six months ago, you yes. know, and we're, like you said, we all go through stuff and there's always going to be these ebbs and flows of life where, you know, one year it's like, Oh, I had the best year ever. I, I achieved all these goals. And then the next year, you know, shit gets thrown at you. And that's just, you're not going to be able to tackle it the same way, but learning those healthy habits that you can sustain throughout those like ebbs and flows is so important. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of goals, I'm curious what your goals are for this year. Oh, um, well, finish my personal training course, certified, becoming a certified personal trainer. Um, finishing up that course is super important, but it's been really hard with a new job and all the things. Um, um, and I'm, I'm battling an ankle injury. So originally I was all about like my helping my heart health and endurance and focusing on just a little bit more cardio. Cause I, who likes cardio, Nobody. <laughs> but it's actually Not really me. still really important <laughs> for you yes. no matter how we don't like it. Yeah. Um, but I've been doing the Peloton, um, tread classes and I've, oh my gosh, I love them so much. They're so fun. I was just going to say that again with cart, like I freaking hate cardio, but like you have to find some, like I I love cycling, you know, specifically with the Peloton app. So it's like, you just have to find what works and just do it even when it sucks. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you never regret a workout after a workout, right? It's just getting to it. You're like, Oh my God. No, definitely Um, not. Even, even I think about that, even like a workout where I injure myself, right? Like injuries teach you something. So like when our body is in pain, that is our body teaching us something. So, um, I know, like you mentioned your ankle injury, actually I sprained my ankle and on Thanksgiving weekend, it still bugs me. I still can't do lunges, whatever. Uh, You just work around it though. Right. Like you just have to pivot and figure out how to make it work. Um, but injuries can be really devastating sometimes, especially if it's a really like very limiting injury, um, when you become so used to being active and then you're like, then you hurt yourself. And then you're like, shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I am. Yeah. I've, I have definitely been struggling the past month in a lot of ways because, and it sounds so silly, right? It's like, okay, you have an injury, but it's like, for me working out four to five times a week was like my, 
moment for myself, my sanctuary, like getting up in the morning before work, before the boys are awake, before all of that is like my time for myself. And like that has really been limited. Like I've still, my goal lately is just, okay, two workouts a week. We're, we're upper body and we're core or we're doing yoga. We're doing something, right? Like I'm doing something. Um, but it's, yeah, it's been kind of crazy. Like just dealing with this. Um, and it sounds so silly. Like every time I'm like my stupid ankle and I'm like, I sound like a psychopath, but, <laughs> but no, really, I like... mean, the, sometimes the smallest injury, like the smallest parts of your body can have yeah. the largest effect on you. I mean, I think about like athletes, right. Pro athletes. I don't know if anybody, anybody's listening to football fan. Right. Yeah. And you hear like football players who get turf toe. Right. And you're like, <laughs> really your fucking toe hurts. So you can't play. But if you have ever severely stubbed or broken a toe it is awful it is horribly painful you know like I think about once I I cracked a rib and that was like breathing literally hurt (laughs) you know so it's like just because it's like a small part of your body just because you didn't break your freaking leg doesn't mean that your injury isn't valid and that it doesn't require time and patience to heal right yeah Oh, the patience part. That's the part. <laughs> but oh. yeah, it's so, it's so crazy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so my, I had, did have to shift my goals. And for me, like most of 2021, I really wasn't, I, I had to reprioritize and take a step back when it came to my actual like weight loss. So I was like geared and ready in December. I was like, let's do this. Like I'm ready to like kick it off and get back and fully focused and So now I'm just really prioritizing my nutrition um, and whatever way, like, you know, tracking honestly always for me is super important, but um, just focusing on what I'm eating overall, um, you know, obviously like fruits and vegetables and all that. So that lately has been just a big goal of mine is yes, like I can't work out the way I want to and was hoping I would be able to for the beginning of 2022. Um, whatever year it is I know literally was like (laughs) "Mm." it sounds so weird coming out of my mouth I'm like it's yeah um so now I just have had like we talked about you have to pivot and reprioritize in a different way and so I'm just really trying to focus on my nutrition right now and and just tracking and staying in a deficit and doing the best that I can Ooh, let's talk more about nutrition because as someone again, who, you know, came from like, I was overweight my whole life. Um, and I started WW and I literally knew nothing about nutrition. You know, I knew nothing about even just how, like the simplicity of weight loss, right. Just eating less calories, being in a calorie deficit, those simple things that seem really simple to me now that I understand them. But when I think back to Marlena, who, was 233 pounds and, you know, had been overweight her whole life and knew nothing about any of this and struggled with binge eating. I just wish somebody had simplified it for me. (laughs) So for any of our listeners who maybe are like really at that beginning stage or, you know, feel so overwhelmed by all the information, like, can you just simplify nutrition for us? Oh, my Lanta. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think it's just, it's looking at your plate and finding like it being well rounded. So I, my biggest thing is prioritize protein first and foremost, when you're building your, your meal, um, you know, obviously mainly lean protein, um, a large serving of vegetables, and a healthy carb and you're, you're set. So again, it's like, what? That's it. That's it. You know, but it's like, (laughs) we just don't, we don't do that enough. Um, and I think having a little bit of understanding of like why it's so important to have protein, carbs, fats in your diet, every single meal you have, I think that's important too, but some people get a little overwhelmed with that concept, but it's, like you said, it's simple. It's actually really simple. Um, but they all play such a big role in how your body functions and, and runs. So making sure like you have all of your macronutrients on your plate is really important. Um, I really look at high volume when I build up my 
meals, if you will, I try to really focus on high volume. So, and this is really something that actually WW teaches you. It's just like in a very like kind of sneaky way and people don't even realize it is utilize vegetables, like, like make that kind of your base of your meal. And like, then you just add everything else in, you know, it's like, like that's their, their, their dense, their density is high, but their calories are very low. So you're going to fill up fast. And, but it, you're also going to be able to like keep full for longer. Totally. And, and if start, you're just a volume eater in general, like me, like I've just always eaten big plates of food. Yes. So like, like you said, like that is something I totally took away from WW as well was that idea of just constantly bulking up my foods with vegetables. Um, and even now I do that and I'm in like a different living situation where I'm not always the one cooking the meals. Um, so when meals are cooked and they're not cooked the way that I cook them, it's like, okay, I'll take a little bit of this. Say like someone made a big pot of mac and cheese, right? And then there's no protein or vegetables anywhere. So I'll take a little bit of mac and cheese and I'll add a shitload of protein and vegetables to it. You know? So it's like, I'm still satisfying that, like, want to have some mac and cheese because like, hello, yeah. who, who doesn't, doesn't want macaroni and cheese? But like now having that habit of knowing, okay, I need to put vegetables in, in protein into this so that I'm actually full satisfied and I'm getting the nutrition that I need for my body to feel good. Right. Yes. And that's yes. like, it seems so simple to me now, but I think, like I said, I think back to who I was before and before I would have just eaten a big ass bowl of mac and cheese, you know, with nothing else. And then I would have felt like shit. I would have been tired. I probably would have taken a nap. I probably yes. would have been sick to my stomach. Right. Yes. Oh my All gosh, those yeah. things. Um, so you mentioned WW and I just want to chat about that. So are you still on WW right now? No. Um, so December, 2020, um, at that point, my, the scale was still like plateaued completely. And I was just in that space. I think what a lot of us were in where it was like, WW was just clearly being blatantly, blatantly disrespectful to their community, the BIPOC community and all of their members, not listening, not they're, they're an international company and their, their reasoning and their excuse and their, their were sorry's were just complete garbage. So I was like, we're done. Bye. No more, no more, no more. Um, and so I strictly started counting calories, but more so, especially in 2021 was like dived in a lot more into the macros meant counting my macros and looking at macronutrients. Um, lately I've just been doing just calorie in, in a calorie deficit for right now, because it took like, it, that's very macros are can be a little bit overwhelming. And once you get it and you get in the flow, it's not crazy, but I don't think it's necessarily something that I would want to do for like ever at the time I was really like, when I was going to the gym a lot, lifting a lot, really focusing on like strength training. So it made sense at that time, but right now it just doesn't make sense for me. So I'm just in a calorie, just focusing on counting calories and in a deficit. Yeah. I think again, that's so important to like reiterate that, like, okay, like you're having these big life changes and like life is crazy, right? Like the last couple of years have been crazy for us all, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but being like, okay, maybe counting macros is a little bit too much brain power for me right now. So I'm going to do this instead so that I can focus my energy, you know, elsewhere. Right. Yeah. Um, so with WW, um, like, do you ever think you'll go back to using it as a tracker? Like, it's so simple. Like it is literally like, it's, it's calorie deficit for dummies. Like it's oh, so, yes. it's so simple. And for me, like, it's something that I always like, if, if I want to track, it's something that my mind automatically is like, okay, this is what I'm going to use because it's the most familiar and just the easiest. It is way. the ex-boyfriend that you just cannot, <laughs> you cannot, like, you don't want to actually like let release it right you're like yeah yeah every once in a while you pick your phone up and you want to like your backup text. plan yeah you want to like text him <laughs> in the middle of the night like that's how I feel about WW I'm like uh yeah I think about WW all the time fondly <laughs> uh in the sense of like how like they just are so smart with the way they've designed that whole entire it's some of it's maddening because you're like it's diet culture and you know it's diet culture and you don't want to feed into that anymore. And you're like, oh, you know, but then it's like, oh, I don't have to weigh my vegetables. Like that would be kind of awesome. <laughs> um, but no, I'm not, we're not, no. <laughs> I'm like, every time I get in that spunk, I'm like, oh, and I've even text, like I'll message some um, 
Morgan, which I think you've had on the podcast, but Grow With Mo on Instagram, we've messaged yes. a bunch about it. And shout out uh, to Morgan. Shout out to Morgan. Cause she, the other, like, this was not very long ago. I was like, okay, talk me off the ledge. Cause I want to join <laughs> WW again. <laughs> and she's like, girl, no ma'am, no ma'am. So I think just having somebody who's like, has been in that same space where you can kind of joke about it or is, it's, it's really nice to have that, but yeah, I, it's simple in so many ways, but then it's simple and so, and, and not right. Like, and well, I, this new program, I don't understand oh. it and I don't, I'm not, I don't, I will say I, I signed up briefly with this new program, the personal points program. And, oh, like, I just wanted something to, you know, have some, a little bit of extra accountability while I was like leading up to my surgery. Um, and very quickly I was like, what the fuck is this? in maintenance. Like I wasn't even in a weight loss mode. I wasn't even trying to lose any weight. I'm still maintaining. Um, they give me 18 points uh, in maintenance. I'm sorry. What? 18 what? points and a piece of salmon is seven points now. And I was like, what the, f-? I was like, nope, nope. I got a refund. I was like, I don't want anything yeah. to do with this. So I did, I did briefly go back to the ex. <laughs> briefly had a little slip up it happens to all of backslide us. <laughs> little late night text messaging yeah. yeah yeah was that 3 a.m you up text <laughs> exactly and you're like oh never mind yep and then I ghosted I was like nope yeah, I'm gonna need a it. refund for that yeah. please yeah, give me my 14 dollars back <laughs> that is wild 18, yeah it's, that's, that's it's crazy. crazy and they they did change where you can so you can go in manually and change your points in maintenance to whatever you want. Like literally you could do like a hundred points. You can manually change it, but they set me up at 18 to begin with. And I really had to like go into the settings and like mess yeah. with it to figure out that I could change it. But it's like, what's the who, fucking point? Who, right. Yeah. And how many people are actually going to just take, take it for, for word for face value, right? Absolutely. Because Especially we're so if trusting. You're, yeah. Especially if you're new to weight loss, right. Which I always say, like, I think WW is a great place to start. If you know, absolutely fucking nothing and you just want to lose some weight and you kind of want to get into the routine of those healthy habits, just don't drink the Kool-Aid. Okay. Yeah. yeah there we go. Just, there, just don't drink the Kool-Aid. Don't, don't slip into the culture and become a Stan. It's, yeah. But you know, it's so hard with like, you know, I don't think I, all, cause all of us, we were all just like, I mean, singing its praises, had it in our bio, had it in our handle, like whatever the case was. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's, it's hard because there's such a strong community on Instagram where and they'll be quick to shun you. If you talk shit, <laughs> I know firsthand. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Well, and like, so when we, when a lot of us like stop WW and we kind of were in this weird space of like, well, what are you doing? Well, what are you, you know, we kind of started like trying to figure out what we were all doing. And like, ever since I have not been posting about WW or praising, singing, it's whatever, like my Instagram interactions and things have just been so different. It's mm -hmm. kind of wild. I mean, and that, you know, it is what it is and I don't really give a shit, but like, it's just interesting to me that like, oh, okay. Like, they all want to share each other and do all like, it's just, it's just interesting. And, and for me too, if you, if you are on WW and you're on Instagram, make sure you're following other people, Yes. not just, and it doesn't matter like keto, whatever you like, whatever you're interested in learning more about, like yeah. follow those other accounts that are also in a, on the same journey as you are, but maybe doing something different. You'll learn a lot from from them. Totally. You know, I follow so many still, even to the state, continue following yeah, ladies same. who do WW and I, and I learned so much from them and, you know, vice versa. So. Yeah, I totally agree. And, um, I mean, I tried to do that on the show as well, share people that are doing all sorts of things, you know, and I've, um, when I first came into the Instagram community, it was like that. It was like, WW are bust, you know, exactly. like if you weren't doing WW, you ain't shit. Um, but then it was like, 
not like I started to find other people and it's like, you know, I follow people who have had weight loss surgery. I follow people who, you know, count calories, people who do macros, people who just vibe, you know, people who Mm -hmm. do everything. And it's just like, as long as you're on a journey to just becoming your better self and you're always willing to like grow and change, like that is where you'll find like, you know, what your goals, that's, that's how you'll get to your goals is by being willing to like move outside of just like your comfort, um, zone. So for sure. Yeah. Um, this has been such a fun conversation. I'm glad that, so I'm glad that this one, uh, is going a lot smoother with technology. Thank you. Zoom for not closing us out. Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) See, we put it in the universe and it it gave us what we needed. So exactly. That that's what you got to do. Right. (laughs) Um, so what is next for you? Like what, I know we talked about your goals for this year, but, um, and you're working on your personal training. Um, you're, are you still currently taking clients for your, um, coaching business? I will, um, I open them up in like three month increments this year. I, I okay. used to do every single month I would, and I've kind of restructured and I want to make sure like I am giving as much as I possibly can to my clients. So I do much smaller groups. We do three months at a time and then we'll go into net like a three month, three month, three months. So, um, so yes, just on Instagram, I'll obviously post as we get closer. And, um, I usually ask for an email and then I give everybody their information and yeah. So, but again, I'm, I try to keep it small. We do a group chat too with everybody to try to have like, we cheer each other on On Wednesdays. I do like a nutrition topic or we, and we like, I ask, does anybody have anything going on this week that they want to like to dive a little bit deeper on? And we talk in a group chat and then obviously we do weekly check-ins too. So, but I just want to keep it small for right now (laughs) in a sense of like, want to make sure I am able to give them what they need and the support that they need whenever they need it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything else you want to tell the people? Oh, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm so excited. This was so (laughs) fun and I'm glad we got to do it. I'm glad it worked out. Yes. And I just, I love this podcast so much. So I'm, I'm just excited. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on and sharing your story with us. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you bitches next Monday. Bye.